Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a, ch- a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 3, and full spoiler details. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And before I introduce anybody, I have to throw this to the top of the show. We have dropped new merch. If you check our Instagram, you find the link. Takes you to Bonfire. You'll get our merch. But... To celebrate the new merch launch, we're also doing a giveaway. So if you want to get a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or uh, any of our other little fun merch and all the designs, you get to pick the style. Uh, if you want to do that, you know, go to our Instagram. You'll, you'll figure out how. Uh, and I'm here with a great man. It's Tommy the Podcaster. Tommy, how are you? I'm good, Michael. I'm glad to be here. Another episode of She-Hulk and, you know, with the giveaway and all this stuff, I really wanted to like to contribute and get a big, big uh, uh, guest for the for the podcast. So, yeah, I I contacted Megan the Stallion. But uh, when we got on the call, I don't I think I messed up, Michael. It's not Megan. I I think I messed up. I think I got the wrong guest. I'm just really embarrassed. Yeah, that's right. Hi. There's only one making a stallion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only one making a stallion. Oh, I should have known. I should have known. Oh, he OJ, was you're ready great, but you, you know, it's that's not. Right. Hey. There's only one making a stallion. Hundred uh, percent. No, definitely. I, big shoes. <laughs> I do not want to fill. Uh, no, OJ. Welcome to the pod. Welcome back to the podcast. You're Thank coming you. off your big trivia competition. We're OJ, glad to have you here um, for my not so serious podcast. OJ, how you doing? Doing great. Glad to be back. Yes. Um, guys, I, I don't even know how to start there. What the hell are we watching, guys? This is the most... Uh, uh, she, uh, She-Hulk is giving everything. How about that? It. <laughs> it's one of the best Marvel shows, man. I gotta say, I love this. You're loving it. I'm loving it. Give me well, more. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like overall, OJ, just to set up for the audience here, you've been liking the show. Surprisingly, yes. I again, I wasn't expecting much from this show, and it's surprised me. It's like it's it's kept me like it keeps me intrigued. Like I'm waiting for the next week. I'm like, let's see what else happens. Not only because the story is like it's cool, I find the story interesting, but you know, there's always those little like random things that the show gives us that I'm just like, you know what? They have the balls to do it. So please give me more. Oh, they have balls, right, Tommy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. And and listen, I agree, OJ. I've been on this train. I think for me, uh, what I really appreciate now getting into the first episode, I was like, okay, I don't know if this is really what the show is going to be because it's the origin more mostly. Uh, second, I, I was on board. And I think this one just uh, helped double down what I enjoyed in the second episode of like, there's a ton of humor. Uh, some of it doesn't land, some of it does. But I think what I appreciate about the humor is they're using it to almost hide the more serious themes that are going throughout. Like, 
a big thing that keeps going out is her constantly being like poked and like she's not good enough. She's not the She-Hulk. In this episode, you see it in a lot of the the YouTube screens and things. There's yeah. videos like She-Hulk hoax. Like I like that that's like in the background, and I'm assuming at some point it will become more in the foreground. But uh, yeah, I've been enjoying how clever this show has been with with that kind of hey, look at the goof up front, you know. While there's also this all going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I agree. Tommy, you've been spoiled already, right? Briz spoiled you. Daredevil is going to show up in the show. And, and I'm currently watching Daredevil. I, I can't think of two opposite shows. How is Matt Murdock going to fit into this? Oh. You know, uh, I mean, I think we'll see a little bit more of the the Matt Murdock from like the Spy from Spider Man, right? Like, I think it's going to be more of those kind of jokes, like "Aha, look, I caught this brick." Uh, I I think that's what you're going to get from this. The cameos have been fun. I think uh, now knowing that and the, the line we get in this episode, it makes it seems like that's going to be a weekly thing. Uh, so uh, I, I'm excited to see how it goes. <laughs> OJ, so we we knew about Abomination, we knew yeah. about Wong, we know Daredevil's coming. Yes. Um, but it does truly seem like each episode we're gonna have a new cameo. Is there like anybody else on the board you expect us to show up in the show? I know it's like a big name, but I, I'm really expecting the leader to show up. Okay, all the time to uh, Tommy's freaking out. He's a comic. Oh, freaked out. I don't know who this is. I, I, I would love if they bring back uh, the actor too. Same. Uh, yes. the... they definitely and they can. I mean, Who's is the they leader? Who is this? Hold, hold on. Who, what, what, what? Do you Did remember you... the old, yeah, the old incredible, back in the day, Michael, they made it in a Hulk movie that didn't have Mark, <laughs> <laughs> didn't have Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Thank remember, you, remember the doctor that uh, uh, essentially took away, like, Bruce Banner's abilities to turn into the Hulk? Uh, no, he, but he I explained on the podcast recently, I tried to rewatch this movie, but it's not available anywhere. So. Oh, okay. I have it on. I have it on DVD, and I think mail I it, it. Mail it to. I'll yeah. mail it to you. I'll definitely will. And then mail it to me. It'll be. We'll have a little uh, uh, DVD traveling party. There you go. You guys better Just, sign in before giving it. Yeah. Back. Brotherhood of the traveling DVD with our reviews on it. With our reviews, okay. it's okay. It's fine. Okay, guys. But yes, he was one of the the characters in that movie. Uh, was labeled Mr. Blue and assisted Hulk, but got some of the blood in, in his, his head. head and it was mutating. And uh, the leader is a very intelligent being uh, and a big adversary of the Hulk. And, and we haven't seen the full leader yet, which a lot of people have been wanting. So, yeah. Mr. Blue, what is this? Reservoir dogs? Like they get their. Mr. Okay. Green, Mr. Blue, well, you know? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the second movie from the MCU to come out. We don't, we don't. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, we can go ahead and start diving into this episode, scene by scene here. And um, first and foremost, we're getting Jen. She's going to confront Emil about his escape. And uh, he kind of explains that uh, he was forced to leave his cell. But he came back willingly. So yes. Um, anything stand out to you guys from, uh, from all this? I mean, did, yeah. Go ahead, Tommy. It's okay. I just, how did Wong force? Like, I get, like, he came in and was like, hey, but it's like, by saying force, did he, like, grab you by the ear? Did he grab Abomination by the ear and was like, all right, you better get through this portal, young man. We got a battle to fight so that I can become Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> I think it's, I think it might be part of like yes it's I love what you guys are joking I feel like he it was like that but also like he's trying to like 
get Emil to chill so that he can become part of the th- Thunderbolts eventually. So he's like, you know, it's he Wong put it off as like, I needed a worthy opponent, but I think he's just training him. So maybe Wong might be involved in the Thunderbolts later in the future. Who knows? Guys, when when does this show take place? Because this is what because there were some things that dropped here that made me think it was after Multiverse of Madness, but you know sh- the stuff with Shang Chi I feel like happened before. Mul- what? what I, I, I'm so lost. I, I don't know where we fit this in the timeline. Right. I mean, I, mean, I know where it fits in, but like the exact is it bef- right alongside Shang Chi? I think, I think it's, it's after multiverse, same. but I think it's I think the video didn't get released until now. Like I think someone's been holding on to this yeah. video was like, all right, I gotta find the right time. And then oh, this case is coming out about abomination. Boom. Yeah. Now I'm gonna get it out there. Maybe blackmail's involved. There's all this hidden stuff that's probably happening behind the scenes. It's the leader, I'm telling you, he's smart. He's plotting <laughs> this entire thing. <laughs> the leader. Okay. Um Okay, so next, uh, she is calling because they talk about Wong, right? And she calls her friend. I'm still, uh, this is uh, this is gonna be like a running joke throughout the season. I don't know the friend's name. Um, I don't. They didn't. Oh, no, I don't think did. they said it in the episode. They might have said it in the last one. I don't remember. Um, but we're Nikki just gonna... is her name. Oh, you ruined it. Tommy. Sorry, sorry. You can pretend you edit it out. I don't know her name either, Michael. Whoa, that's so crazy. <laughs> So Jasmine here says that she has looked up Wong on LinkedIn, which is kind of cute. We find out he was a Target uh, sales associate for a couple years there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like he was a grumpy. Like, like you know, not to cool. listen. I get it. Target employees. Some of you are great. Some of you are real grumpy, and I feel like Wong would be on the grumpy side. He'd be like, I, oh, "Yeah." I know for a fact we have Target employees listening, so be careful. I, I hey. I love Target employees. Can't get enough of them. Pro Target employee podcast. I'm pretty yeah. sure. That's, I'm pretty sure that's why Juan went to Kamertosh. He's like, I'm not bagging more of these items by myself. I'm gonna use some sorcery here. Yeah. So Alyssa says that she sent a thirst trap to Wong. That like again, this show is so silly. Like, why would she do that? You're a professional. You're. To... Why are you seeing a, a thirst trap? It's the fastest way, you know. Well, that was the fastest way to get a response man the digital world a simple yeah. hello how you doing nah yeah. yeah wong's a busy person yeah you know? and and listen nikki can shoot her shot we're pro shooting your shot if she thinks wong is attractive then exactly. maybe you could kill two birds with one stone hey i need you for this case also can we go on a date fair Okay, fair. I won't argue there. You got me, Tommy. If anything, um, I, the one thing I loved is that the fact that the thirst trap was her posting with books because he used like he was also a librarian. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be interesting." Books. She had a whole ass photo shoot to to get this man. I love it. Um, but yeah, Jen's in her car. She, I was like, for like half a second, I was like, "Why are her clothes so ill fitting?" And then I remember, no, yeah, she has to turn into. Uh, she so yeah she's wearing like the big blazer and it clearly doesn't fit she's talking to the fourth wall here and uh, she even says she you know she, she brings up this isn't a cameo of the week type show but it is but it is 100 i gotta i gotta ask how do you guys feel about the like about her breaking the fourth wall <sighs> i just I, I felt like this episode was better i thought uh, it was funnier in some aspects um 
overall, I think I could do it. I just don't. I, I think my argument last week was like, what are you bringing to the show by breaking the fourth wall? And I was like, I don't see any advantage to doing this. I will say this week was a little bit funnier. I, I kind of liked it a little bit more. And it was way more meta. Like typically she's just like saying what she's thinking. This time she's like, she's, she knows this is a TV show, which I don't think she even broke that far into that dimension yet. Yeah. I think for me, it's because it's a comic book thing. It does give it to me a little bit more just because I think they have to do it again. I think if they don't do it, you're going to have a lot more fans upset because it's not in there. Um, and I think, like, to your point, I do agree, like, it could be used a little bit more for, like, plot reasons or, like, telling us something she doesn't want someone else to know. But I do think it gives some of her personality. Like, if anything, I think the fourth wall at least gives it a little bit more of her personality. And it shows, like, for all it's worth, I am enjoying She-Hulk. I'm enjoying the actress. I think the role is really well. And I think, like, the fourth wall adds into that, like, she's she's a little more gimmicky than your class, like, your classic superheroes and like we liked it in miss marvel when it was like quirky girl you know so like i guess that's where i see with with she hulk here it's like yeah it doesn't work for me all the time no but uh, overall it's it's not the it's not the worst thing i guess i i agree i, I agree with you with um the fact that you know it's on brand with her character because she does it in the comics but i also agree with michael like yeah the, the other the other times she broke the fourth wall i mean they weren't great they weren't bad either but definitely like this this week's episode was like really really good it like it was meta but it also kind of helped like tommy said it's like when when um the guy the, her her co-worker who she does not like gives her an idea she's like oh my god did he just give me an idea don't tell him that you know it was like you know that's pretty funny yeah yeah so uh you know it comes and goes we'll see um so I really like this next scene here. And th this is the thing that She-Hulk... She-Hulk loves the, the the news, right? There's constant, like, news clips and things going on here. Throughout, I mean, you see, like, reporters and, uh, like... This is, like, the third week in a row where we've had, like, a news segment. But what I really appreciate about this segment is they're, like, really... They're showing TikToks a lot like Miss um, Marvel did. They love the TikToks. They're showing TikToks. They're showing comments on pages. And what I love about this is these are the comments you see. There is always like, oh, it's the like me too superheroes and why all the female superheroes. But what I love about it are, are these are these are exact comments that they pulled from the Instagram page on the title reveal of She-Hulk. So um, it, it has gone completely meta in that way. And that that's I love that. I thought that was awesome that they kind of threw it back in the, uh, you know, the sexist people's face. Yes. Yeah, it's cool when you can break the wall that way and like, hey, we're not making this up. You guys are act like this is still an issue in the world. And exactly. We, yeah, uh, I will say one of the comments on the TikTok that is not like that at all. But it, I want to point out is one guy was like, or a person was like, I like the idea of her. I just wish she used her platform to stand up for endangered lemurs. So right here, I'm using our platform to stand up for endangered lemurs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. I didn't see that one. I did pause on a couple of these, and there were some interesting ones. There's a lot of like people thirsting over She-Hulk. I didn't see anything about lemurs, so it was good. Pull. Makes sense. Yeah, watch out for those. You know, that's that's the problem, Michael. People do just not watch out for endangered lemurs, and I'm here to speak on that issue. Yep, it's actually gonna be really funny. I don't think I have. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna send Tommy a picture of me with lemurs now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture with lemurs, so I also support in yeah, lemurs. Yeah, is also a pro lemur. Podcast. Yes, 
We love to see it. Pro women, pro lemurs, all of the above. We love to see it. Um, so next year, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Nicoletta wants to do interviews. She's convincing She-Hulk to, um, you know, do it. it's not going to go away. This is the thing that's with Jen forever. Um, but I think more importantly here, we do we, we do enter the B plot of the storyline. Um, she walks in and she's talking. Dennis is there. Um, and they need a superhero to defend Dennis here uh, against a shapeshifter who stole his money or scammed him out of money. Um, Dennis is the word. Like, I hate him so much. <laughs> God, he's so annoying. It's almost like too on the nose. Like everything he says is like, like even asking for a Red Bull. I'm like, dude, chill. You're freaking out. Literally. But you know what? The, what I love about this show is that typically like before we would see these types of like tropes and we would just be like, oh, they're exaggerating. But, you know, realizing how the world is right now, it's like this is so on. Like there are so many people on Twitter who have this exact same energy it's like it's infuriating to just give them that like and they're all they're, all of those guys are going to be mad because they're like ah like you know they're making fun of us i'm like yeah dude because you're exactly like that Go on. yeah yeah and it again just very on the like he like like just the <laughs> perfect character like you said perfect character of all these people online he goes what does he say to this idea he can't talk to a 10 because they oh, might be God. his next fiance <laughs> Like, bro. And that's basically what he said in the last episode. Like, we, we had the same conversation. This guy, he's always, oh, like, dealing God. out, like, uh, some sleazy lines. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I think he gets a little bit of comeuppance maybe at the end. But uh, does I, Wait, does he? I don't know. They rip into him. But I guess he probably doesn't care. Like, they, they, you know, the whole point is he's so dumb. And that's how he wins the case. But... Uh, that being said, he probably thinks it was a good thing. He probably didn't learn any lessons, so I guess you're right. No, yeah. He didn't. Well, as soon as they got out of the courtroom, he's just like he he says the same thing. So you think I have a chance with the real? It's <laughs> yeah. like no, dude. Learn your so, lesson. Tell we me, did. OJ, because uh, this is where Megan the Stallion comes up. Is anybody a, a Megan the Stallion fan? Is anyone familiar with the works? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm too boomer. Um, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say like I'm a fan, but I know I know her name. I know some of her music. Okay. Pretty cool. She's pretty yeah, lit, I, pretty cool. It's entertaining, but that's it. I'm in that same boat. I would say I know the, the music, but I wouldn't say I'm like, uh, I don't have a Megan the Stallion shirt yet. But maybe, maybe, maybe now. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we did meet someone else in this room. You mentioned briefly uh, there was another lawyer who is from the comic books, Maui Book, who is a friend of me in the office space against uh, Jen. So, so I didn't know, you know that. Pretty cool. Yeah, maybe she has, become, she have superpowers. No, she's just kind of like I think she was a. There's like a plot of like former beauty pageant girl that became like a lawyer and just like cutthroat. But uh, there is a line that she has, which is like the face that never loses or something. Is, is how Mallory's known in the lawyer world. Cool. There you have it. So, um, yeah, Wong steps in here. He he opens the portal. He's here, and uh, she hopes gonna go talk to him. Um, and they they talk here for a minute. There's, you know, I, I don't I don't know. Wong's fine. You know, I, I don't care about Wong. He needed a worthy opponent to 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 
to become Sorcerer Supreme. So he gets Abominate. Like, I'm sitting here like, is there anybody else that he could have gone for? Like, I feel like, I don't know. You know, all the Avengers and all their villains. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think the Avengers would want to like associate themselves with like those sort of like underground street fights, you know, like illegal street fights of super people. And like, if you were to like grab a villain from the streets, you might as well just arrest them afterwards. So why not just grab the one guy who's yeah. like, you know, you're in prison. You're like trying to do better. At least we think he is. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a little this whole thing is a little weird for me of like and that's where I, I to OJ's point earlier of like maybe it's Thunderbolt stuff. It feels like there's another reason Wong did this because otherwise Wong just seems like a dummy, right? Like you 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 pull this guy. How does Wong? It's, it's not like Wong is like out of society. He was a target associate. He knows how society works. He would know that you can't just pull some out of someone out of prison and then put him back. <laughs> like. You know what Tommy, I'm saying? you you hate you, Wong. Let's I do. I, <laughs> Why do you don't I hate, hate Wong. recent Wong? I loved old Wong, but they try to they try to do too much with Wong because people loved him, and now that they yeah. just, and now they don't know what to do with him, and they just throw him, and, and his character <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he, he's basically in everything now. He's like that. He's, like, he's that brand new, like you know, Stanley cameo. He's just in everything because yeah. Wong, Wong actually has been in ev- almost every project. <laughs> and Wong from the comic, like he's supposed to be like the go-to guy. Like he's just the the perfect uh, uh, partner to to Doctor Strange. Like they they got this, and I I haven't felt that from Wong. I, you're slacking, you're making mistakes, you're pulling people out of prison. Now you're a criminal. I want. I'm just keep your eye on Wong. Is all I'm saying. Fair fair points. <laughs> um, but yeah, she ends up convincing him to be a witness here. Um, we get another scene back to Dennis. Here, Dennis the freaking menace. Um, I love it. They they kind of talk about the damages that have been done. Apparently, he lended $175,000 to this uh, shapeshifter here. Um, he also, the, the lawyer's name is Pug. Kind of weird. Uh, whatever. But he's talking to Pug. He's about to leave. And he there's this moment here. And this, this is the most relatable thing that's happened in She-Hulk for me personally. As a white guy, because this is the thing. He goes out to get the handshake. He gives the fist bump. And then they switch. I hate that. That's my least favorite thing. In fact, I prefer not to touch anybody because I don't know if they want a hug. I don't know if they want a handshake. I don't know if they want a fist. And then I'm just like, it's an awkward mess. I don't know why I think it's muting myself, but here we are. <laughs> it happens to me as well, Mike. Don't worry. Like, Not the mic thing. The, 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 the handshake fist bump. It happens. I hate it. It is so embarrassing. Because, like, the worst part is, like, example, if we were on the street, casual attire, I'll go for a fist bump. Why would you give me a handshake? However, if we're in a business meeting, I stand up, I'm not going to give you, it's a professional thing, it's formal, I'm going to give you a handshake, and you come with a fist bump, I'm like, dude, read the room. What are you doing? Yeah, this is all Dennis's fault. He should not have gone for the fist bump, right, Tommy? Exactly. He's not your bro. He's your lawyer. Yeah, you got to read the room, but I will say it is like, I've had those times with things like, do you go for the hug or the handshake? Sometimes you're meeting friends of friends. It's, it's Sometimes it's hard to read those rooms, but I think Dennis was completely in the wrong here because it's Dennis. And what's really awkward is when like you're hanging out with like four or five friends and you're like on hug basis with like three of them. And then the last one you're not really on hug basis with. 
It's a whole thing. So I prefer not to touch people. That's my thing. I'm still in COVID times, okay? <laughs> COVID times. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. We don't believe in like that, that thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we know you from a day or an hour. We're still going to give you a proper handshake and maybe a hug. Okay. Well, Even th- there's you... still some variance. Because OJ, if we ever meet, I'm still going to wonder, like, you know, what, what are we doing here? You don't have to tell me. I'm going to have to. I'm going to follow you. If we ever meet, I'm just going to go like, let's see. I'm going to read him. He's going to go for a handshake. That's pretty cool. (laughs) You're going to go with a pro handshake. Touch the elbow as well. Be like, good job, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So uh, Dennis leaves. He comes back, though. And uh, he wants to drop the case. He's no longer interested. It's secretly the shapeshifter. Um, But the real Dennis calls. And he's like, hey, man. My cyber truck is being towed right now, which had it. Of course, Dennis is like the cyber truck's not even in the market. He's got it, though. He found a way. Well, technically, we're like right now, the timeline in the MCU is like a couple of years, like in the future. Mm -hmm. So the cyber truck already came out. That's fair. Yeah. In the MCU. But why would he have a cyber truck? Why would he need one? Well, here's what's interesting. What I find the most interesting about this, and especially like talking about the celebrity of it all in this episode, Elon Musk once had a cameo in the MCU. So therefore, it would make sense that all his products are in the MCU. You're and uh, yeah, so it, it just leads me to wonder, you know, who else is, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't go too far, you know, with some of these famous people. I guess with Kevin Foggy announcing that, um, you know, it's like, oh, this is now Earth 616. He's like, okay. We can merge everything from the actual world into everyone is here. You are part of the, we are part of the MCU. Yep. We're not going to call it Comic-Con anymore. It's Avenger Con. You know, we're going to start retconning things in real life. Basically. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so She-Hulk's going back to the prison here. More news people, more rep- reporters standing outside. Um, they accuse her of being rejected by the Avengers. I love that. It was hilarious. It's cute. I just love because there's this one reporter who they keep like panning towards and focusing on her. And she's like, just here now announced she was rejected from the event. No yeah. one's like, it's like, this is how news work. You just hear a random rumor and you make it official. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's such over the top satire. It's just like, but it's true. But like, you know, it, there is like a meta-ness to it of like, well, clearly she was rejected. Like she wouldn't just, you know. Uh, say no to being an Avenger like it's the Avengers so so clearly she must have been rejected like there's something to that and like just this like pressure I think they do are sharing that of like how intense some of these court cases can be like obviously this is like there is jokingness to it but it's like she's getting attacked a lot <laughs> yeah yeah um so she goes into the prison cell here they they have like the per- the parole uh team there and there's also all the soulmates made an appearance here, Tommy. Um, I found this fascinating. I was a little confused when he said, like, I thought maybe he was, like, being a player a little bit. And he had, like, you know, he, he was involved with different women. And the other women didn't know about each other. But, no, it seems like they're all aware. Um, they're dressed in, like, a uniform. This is a cult, right, Tommy? Straight up. It probably is. No, I believe in Emil. Look at that was love. That was true love between him and all seven of those soulmates. Yes, he was. He knew sure. all their names right off the top of their head. His better eights. His better eights. Oh god. <laughs> you know, that's actually one of the reasons I love I, I I'm enjoying the show so far. It's because I thought the same thing when he was talking about like I have was uh, he was like I have eight uh pen pal whatever girlfriends, and I'm like, dude. 
why so many you're such a player <laughs> look at yeah. Emil, like you get it bro. but then all of a sudden they all come in i'm like oh oh that's this wasn't a joke and they they're all in great fascinating it's like you're not expecting that it's such a weird hearing too right like because you have your officials you have your lawyer and then you have like a like a, a box like a viewing party going on i don't know if that's how this would work yeah. especially in such actually, a high profile case yeah i thought they were actually gonna go to like an actual like trial yeah. i was like well, it would have been fun to see i mean she's a lawyer after all and i was like oh no no it's just in the same like compound just you know open up open up a table pull up some chairs we'll have them sit here yeah i thought this would be a longer case i thought this was kind of going to be the case of the, the season where it's like it's all about her getting abomination off and like different hiccups were going to happen throughout the as yeah. we got these other b cases like uh like uh, uh dennis's case and stuff like that but agree i'm glad we got to this point because i want to talk about that like i feel like this was very short, especially giving it the name like Emil Blonsky versus the people. I'm like, oh, it sounds like it's going to be the main thing for the entire show. It just ended super quick. And I'm like, OK, that's dumb. I also didn't like the way they wrote the scene. I feel like it makes makes um, makes Jen look like unprofessional in a way, even though we know she's not. She's more than capable, but she's over here like like nervous. And like, I know I, I get it. Like Wong was late. But, you know, she could have maybe, maybe played it off with some smart dialogue. And I'm not blaming, obviously, the character. I'm just more the writing in that in this case. I'm a little torn because she is in, like, the weirdest possible situation. You know, Emile's not necessarily behaving correctly. Her sure. witnesses are late. And the, the witnesses that, that are there are very weird. Yeah, they don't um, like, make any It's sense. such an awkward... And, like, you see, like, there's a point... I can't remember what the question was, but, like, they ask they ask uh, Emil a question, and she, like, she looks at him, she, like, takes her glasses off, like, you better answer this right! Like, please, I'm trying to help you. You help me now. Yeah. Isn't there usually, like, more dress rehearsal? Like, I don't know. I've never <laughs> been in a court case. But like, wouldn't she like go through the the questions with him ahead of time? I feel like there's there should have been more prep going on in this case. I, I don't know how that works. Typically, I think it does work that way. But since in this case, it's for his parole, I I don't think it works that way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. we should have asked Josh last week. Oh, we have so many. We got to write these down and ask our uh, <laughs> correspondent <laughs> lawyer, uh, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's a there's a couple things that are mentioned here. Not not a whole lot to t chat on. The big one was for me was uh, people are no longer making toilet wine; they're making uh, toilet kombucha. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Yo. <laughs> I guess that's better. Yeah. <laughs> Still coming out of the toilet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wong Wong finally ends up showing up here. Um, he says he lost track of time. Which that I was like waiting for the reason. I was like, oh, maybe he's caught up in the multiverse of madness stuff. That's why he couldn't come. But like, we don't even get the idea. He's just like, I was late. I'm like, come on, Wong. I think all of this stuff, I need the other shoe to drop of this. Like, there has to be more. Otherwise, like, what's the point? Like, we just had the last three episodes has been like setting up this whole like uh, abomination thing, Wong. And it's like, was it just to explain that scene in Shang-Chi? Because it's like, then why do we have the scene in it? Because it feels like so far, She-Hulk is just about explaining things in Shang-Chi. You know, explain why Bruce was in human form. Explain why abomination was in... That seems to be the only point so far, She-Hulk. So I want to see, like, 
is abomination gonna turn is it all a trick all along i need to see how this this plays out if it does definitely um so we're gonna come back here to the other uh trial that we're dealing with and uh of course with this crazy uh, shapeshifter woman did you um, like the, the other did we talk about the lawyer uh the other lawyer pug uh it's fine yeah i feel like they could have set him up they were like oh it's pug we love <laughs> it's, our, it's our best friend pug here i feel like they could have set him up a little bit no like i mean this is like the typical sitcom side character right like uh yeah i got a goofy name comes in hey buddy i don't know he's not even that goofy himself yeah. i don't know og do you think this could have been more of an ensemble show where it's like the first like Instead of setting up like her with her powers, maybe you set up like her team, right? Like maybe it's about like, yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not, since I wasn't expecting much from this show, mainly that's why I'm enjoying a lot of it because I'm not expecting anything from it, especially I'm not really thinking nor hoping it adds like it. it's important to anything. Like it, Michael asked like, oh, where's, um, where does this fit in the timeline specifically? I'm like, I didn't really think about it. I gave it some thought when they released the clip, but I'm like, it's probably this. I said the same thing. Oh, they probably released it afterwards. So this is after, uh, after Shang-Chi, but you know, the, the clip got like leaked or something. Um, however, with this episode, I did think like, like your question, Oh, could it, could it be an ensemble show and make it may, maybe make it like, God, like it's just like norm. Um, Jen going through different like trials and whatnot and new characters come along and maybe she's building up a team for like the law firm or whatever. I guess it would have worked. I think, wasn't that like, didn't they talk about that? Like before the show aired, like their ideas for what this show was going to be. And it was supposed to be like a trial show. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was like, this is more of a lawyer show. And in the first episode, they kind of pitched that too. I think it's like, and that's where I think they're dipping their toes in that sitcom world. But like most sitcoms are ensemble, you know, like how I met your mother, you build that whole friend group, you build. Yeah. And so I, I, that's where I'm like, I think it might've, it's an interesting thought process of like, if you build up this like team of lawyers with her, and I think they are a little bit like, we're getting a little bit of, of the paralegal, even though Michael may not know her name, but uh, Nikki, we're getting a little bit with her and, and, yeah. and maybe we'll get more with Pug. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah. That might, that might be it. Cause again, this, you're not wrong. And I feel like, if we think about it like that, it'll make these like appearances make sense. Cause like Nikki has been in a paralegal for like a while, but we don't know, but now we actually see her do some work. Then you introduce pug and it's like, okay, random character, but then, Oh, Jen, you can be, can you be a witness in the trial that I'm doing? And it's like, okay, yeah, sure. I helped you out. Maybe you can help me out. And maybe in another episode, she gets another case and he's like, Hey pug, I need your help. So then they join back together and essentially it becomes this small like team. Yeah. Uh, well, however, I mean, however we can get Matt Murdock on the team, that's what that's what <laughs> I'm there for. Um, it'll and be Dennis a weird... and our best friend Dennis, get him on the team. Yeah, yeah. No. Dennis, so, I feel like I mean he would work on the team as just that one annoying character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, he could be there, you know, just in, yeah. in the sideline, you know, just give, just cap, make sure he has a mini fridge full of Red Bull in his office. He won't <laughs> complain. <laughs> Yeah, um, a, lo- a lot of weird stuff going on in the scene. I mean, just, you know, there's a lot of dialogue here back and forth. They're talking about 
role playing and Hollywood hook. Like it's 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 a lot. Um, but it, it gets down to the point where the judge is uh, he's denying the dismissal here. And uh, but the shapeshifter, oh, full of shenanigans, this little shapeshifter um, turns into the judge. Oh, I've changed my mind. <laughs> New ask. I want I want I need a series now about Asgard, new Asgard, because as guardians do not seem to care about anything, <laughs> they are wild. They do whatever they want. Yeah, they'll do what they don't care. <laughs> it's like this new superior breeze. Like I'm in this garden. I can do whatever I want, man. I did like that that one thing where she stands up and she's like, "But your honor, Asgard is not a place. It's the people." And then you got the Thor speech does not count. I'm like, that was actually really clever. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, you big fan of the shapeshifter here? Listen, it is very dumb. I mean, <laughs> this is as dumb as it gets. The whole like you're saying, like. Fine, the one time like her turning into Dennis, whatever. But then the judge is like, we're all in on it. This isn't funny. Like we're we we're not tricked. I don't think anyone was tricked. I don't even think we were intended to be tricked. It was like, what was the point? She didn't even get in more trouble. Like she was getting chased around, <laughs> but like it, it was goofy. I, I think the best part was the, the Thor speech of like you can't use Thor's speech as like facts. Uh yeah. But uh, maybe we'll see more of Runa. You know, she does have diplo diplomatic immunity if you're in New Asgard. So, yeah. yeah. Too bad. Maybe it's a little hint, you know, for like, you know, Secret Wars, you know, with Skrulls and everything. They're shapeshifters. Ooh, that's good. That's a good call. Um, They're just hinting at us like, this might be funny, but, you know, Secret Wars is not going to be that funny. Maybe the shapeshifter is a scroll. I thought about it, but <laughs> since scrolls, when as, as seen on like the movies, when they shapeshift, it has a way different pattern. Uh, like hers looks more like Loki shapeshifting. Okay, which is more okay. magical. And, and yeah. so I did think about it though. I was like, oh, maybe, but I quickly remember now. Scrolls change very weirdly. They have like <laughs> this whole like they they deform their faces and everything. Yeah, 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 this yeah. was not. This was like instantly. Fair, fair. Um... So next here, we're going to go back to Abomination, and this is where Abomination is going to, or Emil Blonsky is going to prove that Abomination is not a threat. Uh, he went about this the wrong way. Like, he freaks everybody. Everyone's screaming. Uh, yeah, he turns into Abomination here, and I'm just like, you, you could have prepared them. Like, he was like, look, I'll show you, but, like, I don't think he really prepared them for what they're about to see. Like, this was a lot. So, I mean, come on. Th these people were, you see him taking off his shoes. It's like, you're, the you should know he's going to turn into abomination. Second, these people live in the MCU. They've seen a lot of weird stuff. I don't think someone changing in a cell, mind you, would freak them out to the point where they did. I found, I actually found that like funny for the first two seconds. And then it immediately got annoying because the, one of the, one of the lawyers was just screaming nonstop. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not doing anything. Yeah, OJ, that's how I felt. I felt like the overreactions from everyone. Like Jim being like, please, like, stop this right now. He's not, he's not even moving. It's like if he, Wait, if he was like knocking stuff over, he's literally just standing there. Like if you guys are the ones that need to calm down, not Exactly. Him. It's like, it's one of those cases where, you know, like people overreact to where an animal and the animal gets startled. So then like he tried to, it's like, no, nah, ma'am, you just yelled. Yeah. He reacted. Well, the weird thing for me, like, because the next, like, shot that we see of this, like, council here, they're, like, completely back together. They're like, okay, we will consider the facts. I'm like, yeah, you guys, like, y'all are fine now? 
Yeah, I feel like, like this would have dismissed. Um, okay. Yeah. I want to ask a random question to you. Well, not a random question. It's it's something that came to mind. What did you guys feel about Abomination's voice being like Emil Blonsky's voice? I thought it was. I thought it worked well. I did. I did like kind of think about it for a second, but I thought it was like it didn't take me out of it. It's same thing. I get when I when I when I heard it in one of the trailers, I was like a little disappointed. I was like, come on, man, it's Abomination. At least yeah. make him sound a little different. But like again, it was it was so quick here. It didn't really bother me at all. But it was interesting, and it actually fit. It, it fit with the moment because, you know, it was funny. And then having him say like, hey, he's under control, you know, like yeah. Bruce, when he's in control, he has Bruce Banner's voice. There you go. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so they, they, they said they're going to review the facts. It's the interesting thing here, though, is Wong's a criminal now. They, they want to they want to talk about how he broke a meal out. Um, but uh, no, Wong is like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> can't charge me. So, so Supreme does not follow any of the laws. He's he's superior than everyone there. He can are, change the law, yeah. literally. He has that power. We will never hear about this again. Like yeah. <laughs> and he's a wanted criminal. We are an anti-wong podcast. You're a criminal wong. We're coming for you. We see you for who you are. You easily could have stopped Wanda. I still believe that. You gave her <laughs> access. To the dark hold, you will out of explaining to do. Agreed. I bet. I bet. I I bet this will come up like in a random, like jokey manner. Watch. Watch all the Avengers unite in one room. All of a sudden, everyone's like, "Aren't you? Aren't you wanted in this state?" Watch this is how uh, Doctor Strange becomes Sorcerer Supreme again. Like, (laughs) oh, I gotta (laughs) gotta go to jail. I'm a wanted criminal. You gotta become Sorcerer Supreme again. They go okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the next scene here, Jen is in the bar with Elizabeth and, um, they're talking about a couple different things. They're like, what my favorite one, they're like reading articles. Um, and apparently, uh, Jen is pregnant with Abomination's kid. And this is where I'm like, this show is just, and here's the thing. Like I had my complaints about Miss Marvel. I had my complaints about Moon Knight. Um, because a lot, a lot of the stuff was good, but it was just like generically good. Like there was nothing to really say about that. This show does not give a damn. Like it just says any whatever comes to their mind. Yes, Jen is pregnant with abomination. I don't know what yeah. that baby would look like. They're getting in the mindset of the the casual Twitter. Michael, have you been on the Twitter? It's a scary place. Yeah. This is just like the Twitter. They're getting exactly. it. They're nailing. This is the part that they're nailing the most. <laughs> This is the which, real world. <laughs> yes, they are. Which is what makes this show so much more entertaining than like, again, there, are there better shows? Definitely. But this one's so fun because you can just, first of all, it's structured like an actual TV show. And then on top of that, it's like, it's a carefree show. Like you can just watch it and not care. It's like, is it funny? Having that question, how would an abomination in She-Hulk baby look like? I don't know. I don't care. Move on. <laughs> it's just like that that's how, and that's it's how that's how news articles work as well i'm pretty sure that was like a buzzfeed article pretty sure yeah. um so this is when pug shows up to the bar and jen has another fourth wall break she's like "Ooh, connecting the a and b story i'm like all right cool um but she's like making fun of dennis and pug's like ding light bulb this is perfect we need you to do this so pug calls jen to the window stand and uh, she just turns him a new one it was just yeah, because everybody knows that 
it, it should have been obvious to the judge. They, they should have need Jen to prove that Dennis was dumb enough to fall for the fact that Runa was uh, pretending to be Megan the Stallion. Uh, but, you know, I, that's what Jen had to do. Rip into Dennis. And uh, I, I think she made her. I don't know. Did she use enough evidence? I feel like she said a lot of opinions, but didn't use a ton of like actual moments. Sometimes opinions are way more like they speak there. They're heavier than than like, you know, showing evidence. It's like this person. How do you feel about this person? Is you is, if you're being honest? It's like, OK, that lets yeah. us there's a lot about the person in question. Yeah, um, I mean, she gave like quotes and so like this is a good one. He's a New York 10, but an L.A. 11. I don't know if that I feel like that's a little backwards. Yeah. No, and that's true. She did give quotes. I guess too. The my other part of this is is isn't there a, a uh, what's it called? Like a, she works for the same company, so she's conflict biased. Of interest. Yeah, yeah, isn't there a conflict of interest on this? You're actually correct. Yes, there is a conflict of interest. Uh, she Hulk doesn't care. Exactly. They what don't do care they care about, about like logistics? Are you kidding me, Tommy? You're right. What, what show are you watching? You're right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they had a, they had a whole trial in prison. I don't think they care about like facts or yeah. accuracy. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, the, in the end, the judge awards full damages to Dennis. The like the villain gets off easy here, but we do get this. This is our, like first shot of Megan the Stallion. She's like, that's right. There's only one Megan the Stallion. That's right. So. That's right. Can we stop down here? Uh, what, 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 what do you guys make of this? Is this good? Megan the Stallion here? Yes, it is. I, I think, think for this show, I think it's exactly what this show needs. I think that's what this show is. Cameos, uh, funness, commentary on uh, society through through jokes that sometimes hit and sometimes don't. <laughs> and, and so I think having Megan actually be there and, and the post credit scene later... Uh, I think it was perfect. Yeah. Okay. So whether we like it or not, Megan the Stallion is she coming? Is she going to be in more episodes? Because it, uh, I guess we're kind of skipping the post credit scene, but she is a client of of Jen now. So um, is this a reoccurring cameo? I don't think it is. I think it was just like that one and done. I feel. I mean, you're giving Marvel the liberty, I guess, to like keep using the name Megan the Stallion. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see another Young Avenger listening to Megan the Stallion probably in the future. Maybe we'll see a poster in the background or whatever, but I don't think she's ever going to like come back as, as an actual character. Like it's good. What if here, what if Marvel has been setting this up all along? We're going to get celebrity Avengers. We're going to get Megan. We're going to get, we got Harry Styles. And we got uh, Harry. Yeah. Just all the celebrities that are just celebrities in, in the MCU. They're going to be their own superhero team. How many do we, I think it's just Elon Musk and her though. Yeah, it wasn't Larry King once, but it, you know, unfortunately, Larry King had passed away, so that probably won't work now. Um, I mean, Harry Styles was in the Eternals, um, and but he's not Harry Styles. Yeah, but he's a character. Uh, true, yeah. true, true. Yeah. We'll have to look at this. Maybe, maybe we we can help pitch uh, celebrities for their celebrity Avengers team. Yeah, this is an off-season podcast. Where we got <laughs> celebrity. Um, Avengers pets, Avengers babies, and Avengers celebrities. <laughs> Is that what you tell me from now on when I have a bad idea? You know what? That's that's a little, that's an off off yeah. season podcast. <laughs> this is an off the podcast podcast we're having right now. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, but yeah, so we go back to Emil here. They release him on parole, but uh, with the uh, stipulation that he cannot turn into Abomination again. Um, what about Abomination? Is this are we are we done with Abomination? We solved this case. He's done. I don't think so. Yeah. Just like just just as Tommy's can, he's gonna fall and he <laughs> will transform. <laughs> He's gonna fall for it. I mean, come on. He's been he's he's been in prison for a long time. Why not be why not be abomination from time to time? He can go, he, yeah. he's probably gonna go to that like underground fighting thing again, have fun there. I don't know. I don't I I am convinced though that he's no longer a villain. I'm hoping I'm wrong because I really would love to see him as a villain. Abomination is way too cool of a villain to like just sort of like toss on the side. I could see them being done, but I, I just don't think you bring back this actor, this character after so long and only do... It's like what they did with Kingpin, and we're all like, okay, that's it? Is he... You know, and obviously I think we're going to get more of him, so I, I think we're going to get more uh, of Emil in some capacity. In this show, maybe. In another show, possibly as well. But uh, I also... I, I don't know if I buy the villain thing. I, I don't. I think he's gonna become a villain again. I oh think yeah, they, no, definitely. They really hammered. They really like you know where like they overfrosted this cake. They <laughs> they really overdid it with like oh my soulmates all this stuff. I'm so good. Look, I kombucha toilet kombucha. I mean, look what I did. <laughs> I helped the officer with his like you know his divorce. I have nine potential girlfriends. Yeah. The the kombucha. And we saw the Bruce jealousy. I mentioned it in episode two. There was still that, like, he had the line where he talks about, he's like, why did Bruce get to become the hero? And I'm seen as a villain when all I was trying to do was stop what I thought was a monster. There, I think there could be a, a turn if they wanted to in this show. Yeah, fair. Um, we'll, we will see. Time will tell with Emil Blonsky here. Um, uh, so did couple other things happen here. Not a lot to say on it. Jen gets her interview on the news. They really pester. They're really stuck on the name here. Like, uh, yeah. she's like, no, I'm not She-Hulk. He's like, well, how did you come up with the name She-Hulk? She's like, no, I didn't. You know. <laughs> Some <laughs> random guy took like three seconds and said it on national TV and yeah. it stuck, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I think the big thing to talk about here, um, an underreported story with, with all the Megan Lee Stallion uh, drama going on here. I, I feel like this is pretty interesting. Jen gets jumped, and these are some weird guys. They've got some interesting uh, tools, Asgardian tools, where they're trying to uh, beat her up. But I, I think what's really interesting is after they get in the van, after they've been beaten up by She-Hulk, um, uh, this guy Thunderball, he couldn't inject her. And they also said the boss is going to be mad. This feels like Hawkeye all over again, where they like talk about the big man, the boss, the entire time. And there's there's, some, there's something more going on here, Tommy. Right? What, what's going on here? Who do these guys work for? Well, these guys, first off, are the Wrecking Crew. We got yes. the Wrecking Crew up in here. I'm, yeah, I'm so excited to see the Wrecking Crew. I don't know, a little goofier than I wanted, but it's fine. It's fine. It's I fine. mean, the Wrecking Crew are I goofy know. already in the comics. It, <laughs> That's is it, true. Is it exaggerated? Very. You just see one guy with a helmet that glows move his head like he's going to fight with his helmet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. You just get this. And then... The line is like, you guys like steal like um, 
and it's guarding construction workers tools and they're like yeah so what <laughs> it's very clever i really it, if if you were going to exaggerate one thing these definite like d-listers yeah it was was the perfect thing to do who are they working for though not a clue the leader he's behind everything (laughs) i rode the mephisto train in in wandavision i want to ride the leader train on she hulk guys it's the power broker the power broker's back (laughs) no i i don't know maybe kingpin i i could see them tying in like and really trying to make kingpin this like boss of all the tv shows like look he's been uh, he's you know we had the big bad king of the movies maybe maybe king you know king wasn't a tv show too but maybe uh they try to make kingpin this like overarching villain of all the series i could see it i don't know if i love it i could see it but i don't love it mainly because you know the kingpin we know would not associate like he wouldn't be caught dead hiring these four <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's fighting with a helmet and once put a crowbar. He would never hire these men. Could it be Ross? Could it be could it be, you know, I know he's up in politics now. Maybe he's maybe he did something under the table to get some of his Hulk serum. Maybe we get some Red Hulk. I that's that's not a I actually I totally forgot about Ross. You know, like he's doing this under the table trying to not be associated with this with this act, so he hires this D-list crew to try to do it for him. Wow. I think you guys named the two possibilities here. Um, this is this was on my mind. I mentioned King, uh, Kingpin. I definitely think it ties into a lot of things going on. Again, I feel like the reference is very much again like we saw in the Hawkeye. But yes, I, I've I've said this. I don't know if I said this on our podcast, but I was on a guest on the Earth Eight Nine Four podcast, and I did mention there's a hundred percent going to be another Hulk in this. I, I don't know if it's Red Hulk. I don't know who it is, but especially um, a lot of the quotes that happened in Episode One. Um, there's just no doubt in my mind. They're they're after the blood, and they're they're gonna try to make another hole. There's just it's, it's gonna happen. And, and Ross would be the 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 thing that explains it. Just remember, guys, my bad. Uh, the actor who plays General Ross passed away, so I don't think oh. it's him. I literally just when I that's why I didn't think about him. But I just did. Yeah, he passed away. Actually, yeah, March of this year. I missed this completely. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Yeah. Wow, yeah. we really dropped the ball on this one. I was oh. like, I was like, oh yeah, you're right, General Ross, and I'm like, oh no, wait, the actor is no longer, you know, that completely whatever because they had plans for this man, right? They, I mean, they said, you know, they set him up pretty heavy on Civil War and then Infinity War, Endgame, all these things, but yeah, that is that is a shame, unfortunately. It's unfortunately, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, who could take his place? Um, yeah, yeah, you can have some. I guess you can have someone else take his place. I got it. What's her name? What's her name? Uh, Defontaine. That's the only part Defontaine. of it. All... <laughs> the lady, the oh, lady who got evil does. cap and Julia. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Julia oh, Lee yeah, Val. I just call her Val. I know yeah. she doesn't like it, but I call her Val. She could step up to be, you know, that like sort of position. Yeah. Well, maybe listen. Maybe Red Hulk. Maybe maybe it's been in front of us this whole time. Maybe it's it's got Hulk. They were saying it's got to be a family member. What if it's cousin Chad? Everyone. What if what if Chad becomes the evil Hulk? Oh, wait, it was right he in just, front of us. He he, he paid off huh? like a bunch of his friends. Like I need to have what my cousins having, because my other cousin, well, my sister technically, because my my cousin. I don't know where he went. He's not answering his phone. <laughs> What's going on? 
Tommy, I was about to say, this is, Tommy, settle down. This is ridiculous. But I forgot what show we're watching. Yeah. That would make sense. Oh, it didn't. Listen, <laughs> no one's off the table who's going to be coming. <laughs> Fair. Um, what if it was oh. her boss? Sorry, I kept I kept yeah. thinking on the theories. Whatever it was her actual boss? What if this whole, like, you know, superhero lawyer thingy is, like, a, a scheme? There, I do think there could be more with this boss. He always yeah. gives me the the ick whenever. Like I don't know what it is about him. He does. There's something about him. Yeah, he's always it, agreeing to everything she does. I was like, yeah, you go ahead. You you can do whatever the fuck you want. It is interesting that he wants her to help out a villain as her first job. So that would make a lot of sense to me. I think I think he's using uh, Jin here to um, unleash some of his cronies into the world. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, that does take us to the post credit scene, though, which we've touched on a little bit. I mean, again, like, I'm watching this, like, just jaw on the floor. <laughs> I can't say it enough. She-Hulk is giving, they're throwing everything at the wall. Whatever they got, they're just, is this going to stick? We don't know, but we're going to try it. She-Hulk is twerking with Megan Thee Stallion. What the hell is going on? I'm glad that this is it's it, we live in this world. It's a possibility, man. Everything's right. possible. Hey, <laughs> it's only one. You got Jen here, you know, throwing it throwing it down with Mega the Stallion. Like, come on. That's yeah. it. I guess you got to. Yeah, Michael, you didn't have this on your bingo card. I had this from the beginning. I, I it was so clear that we were gonna have this moment in, in the show. I woke up today before I didn't see the show until like lunch when I, until I had lunch at work. But I woke up, I went to Twitter real quick and I did see like a clip of it, but I wasn't like looking at anything. I was just like scrolling. And I was like, that's weird. Whatever. <laughs> and I completely forgot. And I'm like, I'm having lunch. I get to the post credit scene and I see them signing. I'm going to get to the sort of serious comment because she said, oh, you're way more fun than my last lawyer. Who could that be? There's only one serious lawyer we know who's yeah. in the MCU. Yeah, okay, and then it's it's um then they start dancing and I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, oh, so that was that was actually real. I thought it was a joke. And then it they just it just happens. And I, I was honestly just a little Wendy's having lunch, and I'm like, what what is this? Yeah, was this... it necessary? Yeah. No. Am I disappointed? Also, no. <laughs> There's this TikTok creator who does like CG animation, and it's a lot of like uh, Star Wars characters like dancing to music. Like they have C3PO and General Grievous and uh, the Mandalorian, right? Um, so yeah, that's like something that that he would do on his TikTok as a joke, not something that would actually happen. It's wild. Well, that's what this is. That's it's a it's a jokey end credit scene. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't. I think they're ruining post credit scenes though. Like by by having one every single episode and them all. I I just think people like we. This is the first time post credit scenes. I don't want to say because there's been some that don't mean that much, but it's like I feel like everything progresses something forward. For the most I part, I love that because again, me. You know, with Marvel making the post credit scenes so important now, everything has a post-credit scene and every story always has to lead to something i find it hilarious that this show is like yeah our post-credit scenes don't mean don't mean anything they're just they're, you're way it's it's almost ironic that we you know you keep waiting 
to see something significant, but it's always something completely ballers like she hulk twerking with mega the stallion and i mean can you blame her i am pretty sure that jen is a fan of megan the, the stallion tommy you know how she hulk is in the comics with her romance romantic life her love life is wild and all over the place someone like megan the stallion would be someone who she'd be throwing down with you know yeah she'd be having fun she would enjoy that music she, she's, no, on the, she's on them dating apps She's having fun. It, it just it, it's kind of, it's both on character, but like it's shocking because you're like they just did that. And I think that's what the show wants you to. Yeah, I think to your point, like the show wants that. The show wants you to be like, listen, like she Hulk is whatever she wants to be, and you just need to get a lot get on board with it and not try to be like, well, she should be like this. She should be like, like it's like she's gonna do. She she's she gonna She Hulk. Yeah, She Hulk's gonna She Hulk. Exactly. It's like. Um, um, my, my co-host Luis, uh, when we talked about it, I told them, look, I said, you know what? She did what she did. You go girl, knock yourself out, have fun. That's what this show is. And I actually encourage more MCU projects to like do this in the sense, like just do whatever you want, be yourself in a way. I know it's hard. You know, they have got to stick to some like 10 year plan or whatever, but it's fun to see projects having fun you can tell that the cast and everything they're just having the, the a blast yeah you can't take that away from this show it is so fun they're having fun we're having fun whether we're making fun of them or with them it doesn't matter it's it's, it's just it's a it's an absolute treat um but that does take us to the end of the episode um so this what a great recap here oj thank you so much for doing this is always a treat to have you on thank you guys um, so much for inviting me honestly yeah, i love it i want to give you the chance to tell people where they can find you online about your podcast and anything else you want to plug you can find us on youtube a not so serious channel um there you can go to the uh, you know the basic info and you're gonna see our link tree you can follow us on all social media yeah you're good with the clickbait oj <laughs> there was something i saw recently it was some like massive big news or an apology big, of some sort that was I i'll let the up, audience go watch that yes please do uh i came up with that idea like a few minutes before recording it was beautiful. i loved it it was good um tommy what what's going on here are you are you uh, what are you watching anything cool right now what, what's going on in your world uh you like it uh, not yet, it, because I was finishing a bunch of other stuff, uh, and and one of the shows I just finished, uh, at least caught up on, because it's still, it's still, it's still happening, is uh, the Harley Quinn season three came out, and I've been watching it, and just really, I might restart the whole series again. I've been really enjoying that show. I, every episode hits for me, and if you aren't haven't been watching, the show's been around for a bit now, and it, it it's a good DC property. It really captures Harley Quinn, and and I've been loving uh, what they've been doing so far in season two. I gotta catch cool. up. I've only seen maybe the first half of season one. So. I haven't seen a single episode. It's been on my list for a while. I just haven't brought myself to hit play. It is very good, and like it is, it is my comfort show right now. Like I watch it, and I I feel like I know the the, the crew so well. Yeah, go check it out. Tommy, got to catch up on House of the Dragon, though. It's, I, it's good. It's good. House I, of the Dragon is good. I'm excited. I, I uh, might have saw something on Twitter. I don't know the context. I know nothing. So I, I saw something that made it seem like uh, big stuff is already happening in House of the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, some crazy uh, stuff it's some great stuff. It's so, really, really good. Yeah, I oh, definitely want to check it out. 
OJ, what about you? Are you uh, seeing anything cool recently? So I've been I've been like binge watching a lot of like Apple TV Plus uh, shows. Ooh, me too. So, so I saw I saw Ted Lasso, great show. I saw Severance, amazing like drama. And right now I'm watching C. Oh, because uh, they have the third season, the final season that came out is coming out regularly now. So I'm I'm on season two now. Really, really good show. What about For All Mankind? That's what I'm watching. I have it on the list as well. Yeah, it's, it's a, also it's there. good so far. I like it. But uh, one good sh- uh, one good show I do want to recommend. It's on HBO Max though. It's um, it's Primal. It's from Yes. Uh, there you go. I, I love I, it. I love that show so much. Like I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. I'm like, this is so good. It's from the creator of Samurai Jack, and oh, it is so good. Really great animation. If you got if anyone's into like animation and cartoons, if you were a fan of Samurai Jack. Go watch this show. Yeah, I got a plug. Two dudes watch cartoons. I covered the first season on that podcast. Um, might we'll see. I'm bully. I'm gonna see if I can bully Alex into doing season two. Um, but yeah, because I love that show, and season two has really ramped it up. So it really, is. Uh, it, it's really cool. Um, all right, guys. Well, I will start to close this out here. Um, I like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars. We. Well, guys, we got our first one star review. Uh, not great. I don't. I don't know what we did wrong. You know, we we're doing. We we're, we we're going well, but we got one. And here's the thing: if you want to leave a one star review, if that's if you truly believe this is a one star podcast, that's fine. What I do ask: leave a review. Let us know what we can do better, and uh, we'll we'll totally take it into account. Um, so a great man once told me never trust the five star reviews and never trust the one star reviews. And so far, that's all we have. So, you know, Lisa, if you want to leave, if you have criticism, you know, give an honest review and let us know what you think. Um, but you know, five star reviews help the podcast. So, um, I also like to remind you guys to please subscribe because we're going to be here every single week with She-Hulk content. I think we might have some bonus stuff coming up. I don't know. I need to talk to Tommy a little bit more. I might bully him into something here. Uh, but also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starcourse Pod. Also check our show notes for our merch. We dropped some new merch this week. Just our logo. You know, if you don't want to see anything that says Star Wars on it, you just want the logo, check it out. And obviously you can also enter into our um, giveaway, which is on Instagram at Starcourse Pod. Um, also ask us for our Discord uh, link on social media because we have a little Discord community going on. We'd love for you guys to join us. But I think that's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.